I don't know. Do you want to talk first? I mean, I guess this is it. <laughs> no. We'll do it live! Fuck it! It's secretly timid. It's the podcast for the people who don't have anything better to do. It's me, Megs, and we have recording equipment this week because I was reminded. And I'm here with John. Hey. Are you glad to have this back? Yes, I am. It's so it feels kind of weird to be A in my apartment and B in front of an actual microphone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the card table. And at a card table. But not the card table I want. Is there a, is there a card table of your dreams? Oh, it was a poker reference. Oh. Because poker reference, or poker's not going to be the same after this. Girl, you got three settings that need to be updated. I wish I wasn't looking at your phone right now. No, look, they want me to fucking upgrade my, uh, iCloud storage, and I don't want to. So I won't. Um, ugh. No. No. Do you, um, well, you don't use Tinder. Mm-mm. Tinder does this thing where they send you, they put up a notification because they know that it's going to irritate you or your friends with whom you do podcasts. Um, and then you're, you're, finally you're like, fuck it. I'll open it up. And then you do, and there's nothing. Oh, it's a cat studio again. Hi, buddy. Just to trick you? To trick you to open up the app? Yeah, man. Um, Why don't you turn off your notifications, you're probably wondering. Well, I hadn't thought about that until just now. And sometimes it doesn't work. Turning your notifications off? Yeah, like fucking Mint. Do you use Mint, don't you? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I open it up, and it'll... You know, because I had the notifica- notifications turned on, but I can't figure out, like, I do everything, and it's still, like, a number one, and I'm like, what, what the fuck's this? This is going to really bother me. And it's very, just not convenient. I wish they would get their shit together. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say Maybe about it's that. purposeful. You think it's purposeful? That moment, just, admin is just aggravating. Like, I have to, like, update the settings for Capital One, and then I've got to do it for my yeah. great lakes and then i'm like i don't remember all this bullshit uh it's just like i wish you get i wish it was just a one and done you yeah. know you put shit in and then it remembers it uh does intuit own mint yes okay i don't trust those guys i don't trust anybody i don't trust myself have you ever have you used the oh by the way featured song of the week <laughs> is can you read it off the thing because it's behind me karen fat cat <laughs> No, it's Cubes by Machine Gun. Ah. What's Fat Cat? Oh, that's one of the topics that I wanted to uh, talk about later. I'll remind you of it when we get there. Um, I do also want to talk about Karen, because you've expanded my... (laughs) 
worldview today already. And I just got here not too long ago. I want to read about Machine Gum real quick because I know I, I don't know his name, but it's kind of it's an interesting story. So one of my coworkers and I during the work week, by the way, he's younger than I am. And he gets surprised by some of my music choices where I feel like saying, look, little bitch. What do you mean surprised in what way? For example, I was really upset at work and we were texting and and I said, today is probably not the day to be listened to Rage Against the Machine. And he was like, Rage Against the Machine, they're a classic. I didn't know you listened oh. to them. And I was like, listen, bitch. Oh, my. The fact that you just said the word classic with a band that I grew up listening to. Maybe he means classic in a different way. Kids say words that mean different things to them. Yeah, but and I introduced him to another band, and he's always so. I I think I don't know. I I, I he doesn't know who I am. Does, like he he I think he he, he gets surprised. Cool? Yeah, that I'm cool, or that I might know. I might listen to a, a wide variety of music besides lesbian rock. I think about that sometimes uh, when I've been walking down the street or in a grocery or something, and I see like teenagers or college kids and i i think to myself like surely they recognize you as really cool they must i I mean they must know that they're cool older people um i have another fun story about this co-worker of mine yeah so um his roommate who also works the same company uh he wanted us to be introduced because he knows that I listen to lesbian rock and I guess she listens to lesbian rock by lesbian rock. I mean like the nineties old rock women that, that ruled that decade. Like of course, PJ and Tori and Bjork and, and you know, Ani. and Ani and, and all those people. And so I was talking to her one day and we were talking about music and I just asked her if she's, if she is aware of PJ Harvey, cause she's my favorite. And she said, I don't really know any of her work, but I, I know that she was referenced on Gilmore, Gilmore Girls oh, one time. Man. And I was like, fucking fuck. What do I do with this? Uh, anyway, so Machine Gum, it's Fabrizio Moretti's band art slash artist collective. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fabrizio Moretti, I believe he was the drummer of the Strokes or is the drummer a drummer of this, this drummer, the drummer of the Strokes. I believe he has something to do with the Strokes. I could be wrong. I should be looking this up right now since I have a computer right in front of me because I don't want to be talking out of my ass. But anyway, I'm bringing this up because... Uh, during that conversation with my show, my, my coworker, not his roommate, the other coworker who was surprised that I liked Rage Against the Machine, um, I uh, gave him something to listen to. This is what we do at work. We're like, hey, listen to this album. I like it. And so I gave him a Tao album. He gave me this album. And then it just so happened today when you come over here and we're going over the different possible songs of the week. Uh, this one popped up, and I was like, I think this was the band that my coworker told me about just now. I don't want to look up the strokes on Google because I'm afraid I'll get a bunch of restoration hardware catalogs in the mail, and I, those are really thick, and they take up a lot of space, and I don't want that. Speaking of thick, I'd be more afraid of getting... Um, <laughs> Uh, what was that? <laughs> I was hoping we would go Tom- in a dick direction. <laughs> what was, what's the name of that? Tom, Tom of Finland. I somehow got on their uh, mailing list. And, what is it? Uh, I mean, Tom of Finland, it, it was uh, like an, I don't... Is this a porno? Not really. It was just really part of the gay culture from, let, let me look up. I don't know their origin. I just know, like, you know, that the artwork 
um, from, I don't even know what time it is or what time frame it was originally from, but like the sailors with the really big bulges, it's drawings from back in the day. No. Yeah, it was a Finnish artist. Tuoko Valio Lakansen, best known by a pseudonym. Tama Finland was a Finnish artist known for stylized, highly masculinized homoerotic art and for his influence the on the 80s? late 20th century gay culture. He was born in the 1920s and he died in 1991. Mm-hmm. That's an example. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, All that right. guy. That looks familiar. Um, so I somehow got on their mailing list. And so like every week I'll get like, Tama Finland butt plugs 20% off. What? Yeah. Um, Wait, he was an illustrator but there's now a, he's a brand. Now he's a brand now of he's butt a brand. plug. Uh, of every sort of stuff, of artwork, butt plugs, dildos, vibrators, spatulas, masks, uh, mm. uh, BDSM gear. Uh, Dan Savage's husband, one of the models for for them. Oh, yeah, he's got a big fucking dick. Well, it sounds like that is an entire brand based upon, dependent upon. Big giant dicks. Is that how you put it? Yeah. Kind of. A, they also got in some hot water because uh, they because uh, Dan Savage's husband, as part of an ad campaign, was re- recreating some of the classic images, mm-hmm. and some of those images didn't age very well. So, such as such as they would have like a white man uh, standing like standing over a black man. And so they re- recreated this image, and people were like, um, it didn't guys, well. guys, I don't, did you think, did you I think, mean, think about that, that famous image that, uh, Kim Kardashian recreated with the champagne bottle on her mm-hmm, ass yeah. that had kind of racist beginnings. It did? Yeah. It was a, she, I didn't know there were, look, I don't pay much attention to anything. There's a, an original image of someone who was not her Mm -hmm. can you just bring me up to speed i'm gonna image champagne i'm gonna see if if i can just use some some very smart keywords to pull up the image i'm assuming that the tom of finland era was like the 70s and 80s right yes okay so when you say it didn't age well i mean it was probably still racist in the 70s and 80s because you know Okay, so that image is uh, iconic Jean-Paul G-O-U-D-E Goad Godard Goad Goody 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 Naked Champagne Incident photo Let's see if we could pull up that Naked one. Champagne Incident That's the name of it? Yes Okay Cham- uh, the, Yeah, uh, no, the, the image is called Champagne Incident The naked was Okay was I'm glad added. we're using your phone for this Go. Yes, those Kim Kardashian's photos are about race. Now, let me see the fucking image. Goddamn. Okay, yeah, so this is the, that's the original. And I think we can all agree that that's problematic. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I can. Not great. Not great, y'all. Um, so, although he did do that image with, uh, I remember that one. That, wasn't that... Uh, Grace Jones? Yeah. Looks like it. Still banging that Grace Jones. Hmm? I said still banging that Grace Jones. She's still with us and she still looks great. Oh. 
I, I haven't seen her recently. Um, okay. Well, I can't believe that Kim Kardashian did something distasteful. This is shocking to me. Um, well, do you want to just start in on a conversation about Karens? Because you have brought to my attention that they're, that this is actually a term that people are using and that a woman's name doesn't actually have to be Karen to be a Karen. Hold on first. Okay. Are we going back to... I like that there's no predictable format of our episodes. <laughs> Keeps me on my toes. I'm trying to find, okay, what does Karen mean? Slang. That was from 2019. What is the meaning of the name Karen? Okay, that's not what we, we don't need the Danish origin. I'm trying to find like the meme. Like where, okay, here we go. This is from Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Karen is a slang term that is used to typify, 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 typify a woman perceived to be entitled or demanding beyond the scope of what is considered appropriate or necessary. One of the most common Karen stereotype is that of a white middle-aged woman, typically American, who dis- displays aggressive behavior when she is obstructed from getting her way. Such women are often depicted as demanding to, quote, speak to the manager and sometimes have a variation of the bob cut. So I was bringing this up because there's been a backlash to the backlash where people are like, Karen is racist. Mm. Referring to women as a Karen. I don't know if it's racist. It might be sexist, but I have to have a think on it. Um, I'm afraid, I guess, maybe I'm. this is a working thought. It's just coming to my mind. I haven't processed it at all. So that's what I'm doing right now out loud, which is maybe a mistake. But it... Mm, I could, mm, like, I'm afraid maybe this will become a trope, like... Oh, it's already there. Like the it crazy girlfriend there. or, you know? Well, I think this trope is necessary. But because I think, women are crazy. I think this is like one of those things where we can just let people of color use it. You know, like, I'm never going to call somebody Karen. But you did. But I did. Well, I mean, just as a reference. Just because that was the the... Well, not as a reference, as like literally the video is called the Karens, <laughs> the Karen getting tased. I kind of, uh, I think I would, f- I feel badly maybe a little for all of the people that are actually named Karen and, and aren't like that. And I think they'll be okay. Yeah, they might be. <laughs> so you are a little bit offended by it. You take a little offense. I don't know if I'm offended. I I guess I can see, I can see that this might turn into another just like, um, trope uh, evidencing how ridiculous women are, maybe. But these women are being ridiculous. They are being ridiculous. That's true. <laughs> there certainly are women who are ridiculous. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is a slippery slope. Uh, I'm going to have to have a think on it. But So we watched, listeners, we watched two videos on YouTube that I recommend you guys watch. Um, one of them is titled, like, uh, Karen turns an $80 ticket to a felony. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you want her to get it. Like, you want her to it get it right in the face. It does seem a little justified, yeah. Um, because she seems like a dickhead. She uh, was being very aggressive towards an officer who it just was not the right day. Yeah. It just was not the right day. And it should be noted this is in Oklahoma. 
And this lady is is driving a pickup truck. Untruthful. <laughs> she said, untruthful. So what happened was, from what we can gather from the body cam, is that uh, the woman was probably driving with uh, or out of date registration, maybe. Because the guy, the officer yeah. says, uh, you know, you've had six months to correct this. And she goes, untruthful. So she, it, so she probably got a warning for it and it was documented. Perhaps. And but she is not thinking that it's documented. But she didn't even have to get a warning, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah. I, would, I mean, the last time I got pulled over was a warning because, hey, just so you know, your registration is going to go out at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was nice. The Plano police officer it did give me a heart attack when I originally got pulled over. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take care of this in a couple of weeks. He's like, OK. Yep. Just wanted to let you know. And I was like, well, thank you, officer, uh, because you do have until the end of the month to get that taken care of. So in this instance, she had been, let's say, driving for six months without a registration. I have a friend that actually that's just doesn't do it. what registration (laughs) registration he's like way out of time and he's still like i haven't gotten pulled over for it yet Um, he's a white guy (laughs) no he's not really he's hispanic okay Uh, but he's like a very white looking hispanic but he has a very hispanic last name so right okay uh so in this video the officer tells her, you know, he's giving giving her a ticket and he says it's $80 and, and she's just not having it and she refuses to sign it. And uh, he tells her to get out of the car because she's going to get arrested. And then she backsees and is like, okay, I'll sign it. And he said, we're way beyond that, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> she refused to get out of the car. He didn't uh, say Karen. <laughs> high speed chase ensues. Uh, I don't know how high speed it was. It looks like they went like... <laughs> 300 feet <laughs> um and uh and she stopped in her church parking lot <laughs> he she refuses to get out of the car again he pulls her out uh she fights with him kicking and swatting man i would never i would never. no fucking way nope i, I don't i mean i honestly you or me i think i think she got it as softly as she did because she was an older white yeah. woman I think if she had been a younger white woman uh, or a man, she would have probably gotten a little rougher. And if she was a person of color, she would have been shot. The entitlement in her expression is really what yeah what irritates me the most about that video. I am I am uh, attributing a lot of I'm making a lot of uh, arbitrary assumptions about um, oh inferences arbitrary inferences is what they call it in therapy um but i'm assuming that this woman is a a fine christian lady from mid oklahoma or whatever um that she has a lot of like uh live laugh love shit up at her house (laughs) maybe a sign in her kitchen that says eat or even kitchen kitchen right um she's wearing some very sensible knits knit cotton right? cotton with a little floral pattern uh-huh yeah she do you know what she looks like she looks like that uh county clerk that refused to sign marriage licenses oh yeah to, uh, uh, what gay the people. fuck was her name it was in rowan county kentucky uh fuck i mean maybe, untruthful maybe we shouldn't even mention her name like you know the like they untruthful. did with the, it was Kim. the shooter Kim something and, wasn't it yeah probably yeah she's a bad person. 
Well, this lady's a bad person. That was very close to where I lived in uh, West Virginia, actually. But at the same time, maybe I'm talking a little bit out of my ass, but I believe I'm like 99.9% sure that it, you don't have to sign a ticket for the tickets to, to still be valid. I'm, so I, I'm confident the officer that that's could have true. just let it go. Yeah. Be like, that's fine. Don't pay the ticket. There'll be a warrant out for your arrest. A constable will come and pick you up. Yeah. Case so done. they're all, yeah, I agree that there also seems to be a little bit of ego here. I mean, she really wasn't a danger. I mean, she was just a fucking idiot. No, she wasn't. A, I mean, she didn't look like she had a, um, like she was a bruiser or anything. She just, I don't know, man. Like the fucking nerve. Yeah. I I wouldn't I would never do that, and that's never. why it is a little bit satisfying. Satisfying, and when when she does get the tase, and she gets it not once but twice, it <laughs> and he says, "I'm going to do feel, it again." Yeah, <laughs> just, oh! makes me feel like I mean, she seems very sanctimonious, like mm-hmm. untruthful. I know my rights, <laughs> and I will not pay this eighty dollars because I don't I don't think it's fair. That's not actually how the law works. Yeah. You don't get to decide what's fair and then you agree on a law or you don't uh, as an individual anyway. Uh but but she she seemed just like very and the untruthful thing really doesn't make sense because if your registration's out, it's out. Like that's a factual thing. You can you can tell if the registration is out on your car. Yeah. So her saying untruthful that she had 6 months to get it taken care of is bizarre. Well, maybe uh, it's like very Trumpian, you I mean, know, I, where like we know the truth, and you're saying it right to our face that that's a lie. Yeah, it's saying it makes it just. Makes it so I mean, just that in itself is is so aggravating. Um, the way I interpreted that exchange, and and you've seen it more times than I have, but uh, was that he was saying that she was notified six months ago. Oh. Um. And she was in that moment claiming that that never happened, which doesn't, I'm yeah, sure they then, have documentation. Even, yeah, it doesn't even matter. No. You don't have to be, you know. Right. Um, so, I don't know. But, yeah, she 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 really seemed, like, totally gobsmacked. Like, I cannot believe this person. Would dare. Yeah, pulling would me over. Dare. Do I look like a black person to you? Yeah. I Why mean, don't you go out well and arrest me? The real criminals. Yeah, real criminals. <laughs> Broken windows. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's if that theory actually holds up, but makes kind of a funny joke in this case. So, yeah, she's an asshole. She's an asshole. So. so do you want to talk about fat cats real quick? I got so embarrassed. Yeah, okay. So um, my veterinarian called me. Last week, because little Greer is graduating from a kitten plan on her insurance to an adult plan, and she had one visit left. And um, I had tried to get her in for a wellness check before, but at the time, I guess based on the quarantine of uh, Plano, they were only open for emergencies, and that doesn't classify as emergency, but they've since opened it up, and now they're doing curbside. And so I had to take her in basically... Um, it it's her plan ends at the end of may so i had a, a a week or two but i just happened to have them on the phone and i asked them when and it was just friday and they're like oh dr martin has a uh opening at twelve thirty. so i was like cool i'll just get it done today so i put a little green in her little cat uh carrier and she was cool and she was i i was you know nervous because she hasn't been in it for so long um because i know all my other cats freak out and they cry the entire way but she was cool it was so sad when, you know, 
it's a curbside, so I can't go in there with her and says she took her. And like uh, sending your kid to kindergarten. Yeah. And yeah. the way that the person did it, she had it so that the opening was to me so I could see Greer's face. And she's got her paw up like, on the what? grate. Yeah. She's like, what the, where, where am I going? Why aren't you not coming with me? Are you going to be back? Cause I worry about stuff like that. Um, about their mental well being. Sure. Um, and so everything was fine. But Dr. Martin did say that she's 11 pounds now and she can't gain any more weight. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I've had to, and judging by Rue too, uh, Rue's about the same weight. So if Greer's overweight or teetering on overweight and unhealthiness, uh, the same would be said for Rue. And so I've been trying to uh, readjust their their feeding schedules, and they are not happy. How do they express this unhappiness? I mean, they're both definitely Karens and would like to speak to the manager. The manager <laughs> being me. Uh, I am the manager. Yeah, because they usually have like, you know, the feeding is, I'll get them a half a can each of wet food in the morning. And before they would always have dry kibble out 24-7. I've just refilled the thing. Now they don't have to dry kibble out. And this, I know this, this topic is so silly right now since the world's on fire. But it's just so funny how like... Uh, Pets or at least cats are so used to a schedule. And if you like veer out of that schedule, they, the way they express their unhappiness is really funny. Cause yesterday they were both just on top of the island, just staring at me all day and then randomly, wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> and cat speaks like, where the fuck is the food? Like, what the fuck's going on? You know, I wonder what it would be like to to really truly understand like domestic animals do that you do not have control yeah over your life. Like I think people think that we do when in the grand scheme we don't. Um cuz a meteor could hit the mm. earth and then everything is destroyed. Or a pandemic could come Maybe by. that's already happened. Maybe that's what this thousand is. Thousand people could be dead and we just That's true, right? Isn't that wild that it's not like it's so crazy. I'm just so, what? I'm just surprised. About what? That we have a, a pandemic going on and church is open in Frisco. Mm-hmm. Rachel Maddow, I, I don't think you list or watch her or listen to her, but I mean, watching her show or I listen to it as a podcast in the podcast form um, since this all started, like every single show, she's going more and more insane. Like just like saying crazy things? No, or, just like you can just tell like she is like pulling just her hair as, out. Yeah, pulling her out. She's hair out. Like how is this happening right now? And the last episode was about the church. Uh, uh, churches where Dallas was mentioned. Uh, not Dallas, but Texas was mentioned. Just these different churches that were open on orders by government officials to open. One where uh, a, a, priest, a priest is now dead. I don't, I don't remember where it is, but you know, people are getting sick Mm -hmm. because they can't, they can't do it responsibly. There's just no way to do it. Um, I, Windstar is opening up next week. uh, I know. It's just, it's just wild. And I mean, I would love to, I mean, gambling is one of the vices that I hold close to my heart. Mm -hmm. And it's, is that a card joke? No, it could be. I though. see. I think poker is right? different than gambling because you could 
I know you do. You, it's a, it's a game. When I say gambling, I'm specifically meaning going to WinStar and blowing a couple hundred dollars on slot machines, okay, and having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want you to just go back quickly and just recognize my joke. I recognize it wasn't very funny. Putting against your, I'm just, okay. Uh, Move on because the expression with cards is close to the vest, playing close to the vest. Okay, but your heart is underneath your vest. Oh, I don't know. We're I'll, gonna move I'll on. workshop We're it. Gonna move on. Go on. Um, and so the protocols for Winstar, their new rules is they're going to have a temper- temperature check, which is like really doesn't mean much of anything. Right. It's it's like um, I can't even. I don't even have a good joke for that. Like what it's like where <laughs> you think that you're protected, but you're really not. It's really not shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to have temperature checks. It says that that patrons are required to wear masks. I don't really know what that means, though. Like, are they really going to be ordering people to wear masks? Because, I mean, Oklahoma's probably the same as Texas, where people are like, fuck it, I don't want to, you know? Dude, I was walking around at, at fucking work the other day in a medical clinic, and there was a provider that had no mask. It's not even like she uh, had it around her chin or whatever. There was no fucking mask on this lady mm-hmm. at all. What the shit, man? Yeah, so I'm just not clear at Windstar how they're going to enforce it. They're also only, it, it seems like there's going to be a limit on how many people can be there at one time. That's kind of interesting. They're going to, like, it, it's very clear that they've set the machines a certain distance apart. There's going to be no poker, uh, no uh, ring games like like uh, blackjack, all that shit's down. So it's really just going to be... Uh, 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 slot machines, which is fine, but I was just interested in how they're going to enforce the mask thing because part of Winstar, there's so many like like I'm not around smokers besides Jimmy, but he doesn't smoke around me mm-hmm. until I go to Winstar, and then it's just like nonstop smoking, and you can't sm- smoke with a mask on. So right. I'm interested in how like is it going to be de facto non-smoking now? That's going to be interesting too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what I was going to suggest, because, you know, Jimmy does want to, I want to go. Jimmy's like, oh, let's just wait a couple weeks to see how many people die. <laughs> that was his his uh, statement about it. But I was thinking, like, if we go, if we just go to the smoking part of the section be- of the casino, because it's already, like, this, the least populated because so many people smoke, mm-hmm. maybe that can kind of be safe. I don't know. I'm, I know that I'm definitely... Uh, at the stage of the quarantine and being isolated at home where I do want to go out more, but I, at the same time, want to go about as safely as possible. You Compounding know? this whole problem is the fact that there is no universal set of guidelines that we've been given by an authority. I wish, and I know that, you know, liberals just want the government to... to be big and tell them what to do all the time and there's no freedom and all that bullshit. I want a government authority Mm -hmm. to say these very clearly, these are the boundaries. This is what you need to do. I want a fucking daddy. daddy I don't don't need a step bear daddy. I need an actual... You don't want a cool dad or a cool mom. No cool dad, no cool mom. We have like the bad type of authoritarian right now. We need the good type that's like, we're doing this to... This is what we're going to do to keep... We need, like, a captain of a ship. I am not a scientist. I don't know enough about, um, you know, virology and all of that shit uh, to 
to be trusted to make my own decisions. Just tell me because mm-hmm. people are making different decisions. And then, you know, reasonable people who who are, are like, yeah, decisions. I'm going to wear masks Very bad and all decisions. that shit. Go out and we see people just doing whatever the fuck they want. And, you know, it's like you get confused. I'm fucking confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I want clear guidelines and there aren't any. And so it just unravels everything. Do you, want, do you want to hear something funny that I do every day? The first thing I do when I wake up? Yes. I smell my armpits. <laughs> the first thing I do when I wake up. Seems like a weird non sequitur. Is this- no, because one of the one of the things about the one of the symptoms of the COVID is that you lose sense of taste and smell. Oh. Why your armpits though? Because as I recall, you are pretty staunchly anti armpit. Maybe armpit mean? hair. Armpit hair. Maybe, okay. I just thought you didn't like armpits, period. No, just armpit hair. Okay. But a certain type of armpit hair. Like well, the, how's the that going? Really bushy armpit hair I don't like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Especially like if somebody's getting out of the water and they move their arms, you can see it like hang down like strings and droplets hanging off of it. It really grosses me out. I don't know that I've paid that much attention to it. And I don't like bushy armpits. Like fluffy, bushy armpits. Fluffy ones. Yeah. All right noted yeah um so so no no problems yet for me like health wise with the with the armpit smelling oh no no problems left i had a really creepy nightmare last night do you want to tell me about that it's very short because i woke up and i was like we're not doing this today dreams because i'm i can wake myself up from a dream like that i think it's maybe a offshoot of sleep paralysis i don't know i've like i can always control my dreams for a certain and I know I'm dreaming when I'm dreaming. Okay. Um, so the dream was, it was me and somebody from high school. Uh, I think it was a girl named Lindsay who I was in the PALS program with. Because we were like, we're not friends now. But I recognized her. So we got into a car. We closed the door. And then we recognized that the this is how old I am. That the car handle and like the, the window thing, like mm-hmm. the... the not, not the like the electro, down. the roll down window. Yeah. Those were gone. And we're like, what the fuck is that? And the car doors locked on themselves. And I said, no, we're not. Rape van. We're not doing this. No windows. And I woke up and I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to put myself through this bullshit right now. <laughs> okay, brain. That's enough. <laughs> That'll I, do. Pig. It might be. I watched this really good movie on Netflix called Hush. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the deaf lady mm-hmm. with the, um, the home intrusion. Yeah, yeah. 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 I saw that. And did you like it? Yeah, I liked I it. I liked it. Uh, it I I had not considered what a situation like that would would be um, without sense of hearing. Yeah. So, do you want to hear something kind of bad? It's a rhetorical question. Yeah, about that movie. What? I kind of had a crush on the killer. That actor. That's how they get you. There's something about him that I was like. That's I how mean, they get you. They're charming. They're kind of hot. That's how they get close hot. enough to you. And to that actor was murder. not on hot, not hot on other stuff that he's been in. I looked him up. I don't even remember. John Flanagan Jr., I think his name is. Something something Jr. John something Jr. Was he a greasy guy? Uh, his other work, he has uh, a beard and a little chub chub. Where I'm like... <laughs> you mean... On his body or? On his body. Okay. Yeah, not like a semi-erect penis. Okay, okay. I think it's important to clarify for this podcast. Like his other work, he's your type. On this work, he's my type. (laughs) 
so he's versatile then. He's definitely versatile. Yeah. Um, did you work from home this week? I did not. No. I, I thought you were like one week on, one week off. I was I was at, in the clinic all week this week. Um, I know. I will not be there this coming week. Um, it ooh, Monday was was a shit show. Um, but the rest of the days honestly weren't that bad. And I did actually catch up on quite a bit of work that had piled up when I was working from home. I think I am, and this is probably no surprise. Um, I think I'm markedly less productive when I'm working from home. I think I'm the opposite. Really? Yeah. I'm like more productive. Like I want to work more when I'm at home then when I'm at work, when I'm at work, I get so distracted with my coworkers and talking and I'm like, want to take breaks a lot because I just get too much. But when I'm at home, like I work, I've been working on the weekends just because, um, what? Because there's really nothing else for me to do. Oh man. You know, You're like working I, for free. Well, I did one day I did work off the clock because I had to get shit done. Um, but since I've, talked to my boss and she's allowed me to work a little bit and since i took a pto day last week or yeah last week um i could work saturday without triggering a time and a half so i did that um and i actually i'm scared now because i wrote i got mad and so i wrote an email and i was kind of shitty in the email email to whom uh to some supervisors because remember I, I mentioned that we're having a meeting on Monday where, you know, some of the uh, yeah. team members aren't doing their job and I'm having to do their job and it makes me very frustrated. So we had that meeting. Uh, for me, it was a little, you know, uh, uncomfortable because I don't like, I mean, I like bitching to my team, mm -hmm. but then when I have to have the meetings with people from other departments, when I bitch at, I get, uh, I just feel very uncomfortable. Um and so we had the meeting and I think it went well. And then yesterday when I was trying to get caught up, I saw the same mistakes. And so I wrote an email in it. And um, I think I, I think I, if I could take it back, which I'm not going to do the recall thing, because when you ever, whenever I see an email that says someone said would like to recall this message, the first thing I do is look at it through a fine tooth comb and try to figure out why they want to recall. Yeah, why it. do they? Why do they notify you of yeah, that? Just do it. it. Should just do it. Um, I wish I hadn't have bolted. <laughs> like I did a whole sentence in bold and said, "I'm frustrated because we just had a meeting Monday and this mistake was." inputted on friday what is going on i feel bad and then yesterday i got like the sweats where i'm thinking oh shit am i gonna get in trouble i have those because uh i wish i hadn't done that like i wish i had just taken a five minute breather before hitting send on that one because there was something later on too where i was just like i'm frustrated because i'm doing this person's job and that's not my job you know sometimes if you take a five minute breather though you lose your funny jokes so I, I think I would have I would have lost my fire. Yeah, that's what makes it. jokes. Fun. Like the email made me feel great. I just I wish I had, I guess if I could take it back, I'd have still done the email. I would just would have kept it within my own team instead of adding the supervisors on there, too. Mm -hmm. um, we still had people coming in in person. 
um, I spoke to, it was, it was more, uh, his wife became more of the problem than the patient themselves. Um, but I called the patient to, um, to set up a, an intake for one of the other clinics over the phone. And, um, I said, okay, so would you prefer, and this person is 80 years old. So I said, would you prefer, um, do you want to do video over the internet or do you just want to do it over the phone? Um, and he said, phone is okay. And then the wife is like, no, 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 this needs to be done in person. And I was like, you know, I really don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, he's 80 years old. He's got a cardiac condition. Um, he's also got diabetes. I think you know, probably that's not a good idea, but I'm not allowed to say no to them. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you at least explain why you don't think that's a good idea? I did. I, I said all of those things. I said, you know. It's still no go? They she's like, no, no, I'm not comfortable with that. This needs to be done in person. Like I was trying to cheat her out of her rights or something. We're not even talking about you, lady. Why don't you shut up? Um, I didn't. That part didn't. I Karen. Didn't Karen. Karen. Um, so I, I, uh, talked to one of the directors of that clinic who does, who, and she said to me, they will not be seen in person. We are not doing that. But my clinic has to, mm. which I don't under fucking stand. That doesn't make any sense at all. Um, the explanation that was given to me was, here's the other thing. So anyway, uh, I convinced them to do it over video over the so i'm i would be interested to see if she actually gets that figured out but whatever not my problem um but so we had our meeting on monday and again they said you have to see if people insist on being seen in person you have to see them uh and so i said what is the rationale behind that if because they mentioned in our meeting that like primary care like medical doctors won't do that Mm -hmm. um so why do we have to do that and she said oh well you know because somebody might come in and they're suicidal and i was like okay if we speak to them briefly in person and determine that they're not suicidal then can we refuse to see them and she's like no so that isn't the reasoning why don't you tell me what the actual reasoning is if if we're clearing up this uh, potential obstacle, if that's no longer a factor, then why can't we do what the other clinics are doing? I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know why. I wonder if it's uh, just something that clinics can decide for themselves. She, Whatever director is. The she director is, can make the rules. She's making it sound like somebody else is making this decision. Um, like mental health leadership, like from the Dallas campus. Um, but mental health leadership from the Dallas campus also rules the mental health clinic upstairs. So uh, maybe they feel that there's, they, you lose something when it's not a face to face. Yeah. Still, I uh, think that infection you, rate. Yeah. Um, I so mean, I, I know, like know. support groups right now aren't meeting. I haven't put a lot of, no, they're no, I haven't put a lot of thought into this until just now, like what her actual reasoning is for, for telling us that I'm starting to wonder if maybe, I mean, she's, she's a climber, you know, like 
She wants to make people happy. She wants to. She wants. She sees that glass ceiling, and she's like, "I think I could probably yeah. at least get to the top of it." She wants to get to the top, which fine. But look, um, sacrificing other people—that's how you in get some to the top. Capacity. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's how you always get to the top. But do I have to make it easy for her? It's like a zombie apocalypse. You I don't have to be the up. fastest. You just have to trip somebody. Oh, that's true. I'm going to remember that because it, it's forthcoming, it seems like. Um, but anyway, yeah. So and it goes back to the thing that I said earlier. Like, there there are no clear guidelines. Like, you know, everybody has this, like, degree of discretion that they can decide. Um, but it varies. And, you know, I don't know. Like, I want to argue with her, but I, I don't know where the... Is she at least also putting herself in harm's way? Yes. Yeah, she is. I don't think she's a bad person, but I do think maybe she's a little too focused on promotion. Um, I mean, so. I know after we had a, uh, we have meetings every day, uh, team meetings, and one of my team members, who I like and respect a lot, like, she she gave it a perfect example of why I do not feel comfortable going to, into the office because she said, uh, she apologized. She said, but to be honest, I'm just over it. She's just over coronavirus. And so she's not wearing a mask and going about as if, you know, there isn't people dying and people in the hospital every single day. And I know that there are people like that that are just, I mean, I'm assuming that they haven't been personally affected by it. So for them, they're just fatigued, you know, and maybe yeah. they're not seeing it and not hearing about it. And or maybe they are. And they're just like, well, if it I mean, she even kind of said if it happens, it happens. So she's kind of like, your, let go and let God. Your you know? feelings are the reality. So if I don't think this is a big deal, then it isn't. Well, I think she just doesn't care. And so for me, I'm like. You know, if I'm making, I'm going to be making a risk June 6th when I go to my tattoo appointment. But, like, that will be a one-day event, and they have their own guidelines, whatever. They're wearing a mask, and you're wearing a They're mask? They're wearing a mask, we're wearing, we're, uh, I'm wearing a mask. They, they already follow, tattoo parlors already follow certain uh, cleanliness thing, mm-hmm. you know, for their equipment. Uh, and you know no walk-ins it all has to be appointments only no stragglers abide you know like i can't bring a friend and it's already i mean there's only i think four or five artists at that studio to begin with so there's few people and so i still feel like even though i know i'm taking a little bit of a risk it's still less of a risk than me going into the office every single day possibly with people like that that you know are interacting and being around a bunch of people um and so, like, yeah, I just don't feel comfortable right now being in the office. I just don't. Like, if, if Jimmy and I ever went to One Star, like, I know, like, dude, <laughs> we're being stupid right now. <laughs> we're but you're going to really do it, stupid. aren't you? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I was going to let some of my other gambling buddies do it first and tell me, <laughs> let me know what it was like. You know, is, is there a lot of people, you know? Mm-hmm. What's the best time to go? Because we're, I mean... We were strategizing, like, is it better to go, okay, so the clean, they, they shut down from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. to clean. Um, if you go at 8 a.m., that's probably when most people are, you know, because there are a lot of degenerates out there. 
so I was saying maybe we should go to the middle of the night. But if you go to the middle of the night, then then it'll be all day of people touching and touching and touching. So you might have less people, but this but the equipment itself might not be as sanitary. Well, they're supposed to be probably cleaning it throughout the day. You would think. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I would assume. But I but I mean. It's going to be stupid. It's going to be really stupid for us to do that. I um, just don't know how long. Like, it's an itch I need to scratch. Because we usually go uh, once every two months or so on a weekend just to have some fun, you know? And so not having that since, I think, January is really... I mean, the live poker, honestly, is, is killing me. I miss I miss my friends. Those are, like, really the friends that I see every month mm-hmm. or a, a couple of times every month. And I haven't played live poker since uh, February. Yeah. And online poker just is not the same. Um, Joel and I drove to Tyler yesterday. I saw the pictures for barbecue and to get a picture of Wienerland. <laughs> uh, it seemed funnier yesterday. Uh, but there's a place on the way. Has Joel had it? Um, Corona? No. No, but maybe he's got that super seed. Ooh. <laughs> Do we- are we talking about his... I meant like he comes from healthy stock that don't ever get sick. I guess, man. I don't know. Super Seed sounded like really uh, Nazi. I watched uh, Hunter yesterday. Yeah. Hunters. So um, I he... wish I could take it back. I take it. Let's... I, ne- I didn't say Super Seed. He's not one of the chosen people. I'm not a white supremacist, <laughs> I swear. Um, uh, actually, I think his, his uh, lineage is like... Lebanese or something. So, um, but, uh, right. There's a, there's a, like a kid amusement park on the way called, fuck, what is it called? Uh, something. F- Molesterland? Something farm, young farm, or. Ew. Yeah, it sounds like you're harvesting children. Um, but, and I know that then the risk of infection is lower outside. But a fucking amusement park is open. And, oh, that's crazy. And there's no, like, distancing at all. And kids don't wash their No, hands. and you can't make kids, like, stay away from each other in a an environment like that. You know, you got to put them in cages or put them on little leashes or something to do that. Those kids on leashes that were... I love those about, little leashes. And that was just creepy as what? fuck. What? Really? Kids on leashes? Yeah, I would never put my kid on a leash. Well, they should behave themselves. They're supposed to hold your little hand, or you're supposed to hold their little hand. What if they didn't wash their little hands? You put them on a right. You get, you've got kids. Well, special you- John, when your kids were little, you held their hands around, or did you have a leash? Yeah, you hold their hands. Okay, not a leash. Get a little harness. I remember my... That's the same thing. I remember my <laughs> sister and I used to like argue over yeah, whose hand we'd hold. I know. I did too. My parents also didn't have leashes for us. But but I do think they're very valuable like in the mall. <laughs> and no, it's not hurting them. You just put it around their torso. It's fine. They're fine. Mm-mm. Oh. They seem lazy. Mm. Speaking of... I um I went to the Humane Society. Oh, were you looking at puppies? I was looking at dogs. Um, there was a dog that I saw that was posted and seemed like a dog that I could get along with. And so I went out, I called, and they said he's still here. And I went out to see him, and he was just adopted, so I didn't Aww. get to see him. So 
but I met with three other dogs there because that's the limit. Um, and they were fine. Um, I like one of them. I kissed his face a bunch of times. Yeah. He was this little pit bull mix. Um, but he was, he had too much energy, I think. And he like just paints his kennel with shit. Oh no. (laughs) He had shit all over him. And I just, I don't know. So I think you'll know. Like when I saw Kendall, I mean, I just knew I was like, you're mine. I just don't don't know why. Like she was so little and so scared and just hiding in the back of the the crate while the her uh, I think it was her sister was up at the front doing the whole like meow 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 like rescue me. And I was like, no, the one back there, that's my cat. Yeah, and she was mm-hmm. my. I mean, like I said a couple episodes, she was my soulmate without a doubt. She was my soulmate. I feel. So, I, I love feel totally so... love Greer and Rue, but but Kendall was my soulmate. I still. I'm having a problem with the dog next door, like the way he's like tethered all day, every day. Yeah. Like I saw him, the kids next door were in this inflatable pool yesterday, splashing around. And he was like pulling his tether as far as he could, like wagging his tail. And he obviously wanted to interact with them and they weren't paying attention. And it made me so sad. So I threw some sausages over the fence. Wonder if he could just befriend them and then hang out with their dog with them, and then just keep every single time you see them say, "I want your dog." Well, and he, maybe one day they'll be like, "He tried to it. take my hand off." So, oh. um, I, I mean, maybe there's a reason that he's outside all the time, and and they it have two like- other dogs that go inside, but. But then it's a chicken and the egg, it right? It could be like, something stupid like, well, he's not the best. He's not housebroken. Mm-hmm. It could be something as ridiculous as that. It could it's be. like, you know, that's your, that's, you take the good, you take the bad, you know? Is that the facts of life? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I, I'm a firm believer where pets are family members. They live inside. You there aren't any you outside yeah, dogs. Yeah, you wouldn't let God grandma on, outside like that all day. I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or if you were, you would at least make sure that they weren't bored all day. I mean, dogs, they yeah. really, I mean, they... This poor guy. They just crave human attention. Yeah. hes I think he's not been socialized and, you know, that's not his fault. Yeah. Um, he's hes it not particular. definitely sounds like he's not with the, the right family. He seems like, I mean... When I've seen them interact with him, he's good with the kids. And there are two little dogs that live there, too, that get to roam around wherever they want, including the fucking street. I almost hit one once. Um, and he's good with those dogs. One of the they have this uh, miniature pincher and um, it was in my yard and it like on this near the sidewalk and it had a pigeon in its mouth. Oh, God. And so Joel and I were trying to like get the was pigeon it, away was it from alive it. Or dead? No, no, it was dead. Oh, so it probably was just dead. Already. I think it just pigeons just drop from the sky. They're not a healthy creature, and um, and and this dog is very small. So the pigeon is bigger than the dog's head, and it's trying to find a way away from us. And it <laughs> and we like there's this really like narrow part of my side yard between the fence and my house, and uh, we like cornered him. And he found a, a hole in the fence and like 
maneuvered that pigeon through that <laughs> hole and and we didn't realize at the time that he lived in that house so we were like oh god that dog is gonna eat him but those dogs actually know each other so i don't know if they shared the pigeon or what but i've wow. not seen the pigeon since the end that's all that's all oh we're almost at an hour okay when we wrap this one up yeah let's wrap, wrap it, up. it up up the butt always wrap it up always well well okay <laughs> let's not pretend that we're people who we aren't okay i i think i i think i had oral sex with somebody with a condom on once and i was like i don't like no this. Just, i've never done that like this that's you know this is kind of like the the um Real the talk. quarantine situation. Like <laughs> we're like, oh, you should definitely use protection, but then we're like, oh, I'm not gonna give a blowjob with a condom. That's crazy. Let's not, you know, let's not be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, what would be the point of that? Uh, your health. <laughs> okay, I mean, apart from gonorrhea that. from the mouth, herpes, mm. uh, syphilis, yeah. Uh, not really hiv that's really hard to get hiv orally hpv though is that is that the one that most people already have anyway yeah like 80 percent of sexually active adults Mm -hmm. yeah lots of different strains um yeah didn't michael douglas say like he has oh he he blamed he blamed his wife for that from from eating out catherine zeta jones Mm. i'd be like didn't you have sir you had you said Certainly you suffer there. from sexual addiction. You don't know if she got it from her. I feel her. like there, there are a lot of variables here that any any one of them could be. But still, even then, I'm still, like right now, we got to redirect our brain. Because when you said that, I thought that she had a dirty vagina. And no. Let's take the shame well, the fact out is, of... The fact is, we just don't know. STIs. Let's take about the shame her out vagina. of it. It's fine to have HPV. It happens. I mean, it's got to be because we do. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, enjoy the song Cubes by Machine Gum. I did that off just my memory. and uh, That was so great. We'll be back next week coming from Fort Worth. Ooh, that's right. You're coming over next week. Yeah. Um, I got nothing else to Goodbye. say. Goodbye. <laughs>